Situation. Your retirement is at risk. Mission. In order to help secure your nest egg, Ranger Tom will infiltrate your financial situation, detect, close in on, and help minimize threats to your retirement. Execution. Using a three-pronged approach that includes social security maximization, the color of money risk analysis, and tax protection strategies, our team will work tirelessly to help protect your golden years. Sustainment. Using the Generational Vault, Ranger Tom is able to continuously monitor your financial life. Command and Control. Ranger Tom from Georgia Wealth Advisors is the lead on this mission. He has many years of experience in the financial services industry. And now, here is Operation Retirement with Ranger Tom. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Happy 4th of July weekend. It's me, Tom Lowry of course, from Georgia Wealth Advisors, wishing you a happy Independence Day weekend. I hope you've been having fun with your family celebrating this wonderful anniversary. And with me, as always, is the handsome and patriotic Tony Shore. (laughs) You know what? I'm at least one of those two things. Uh, (laughs) I'll let our listeners decide after the show, but uh, I don't know about the handsome part. Uh, Tom, thank you for that great introduction. And it's so great to be here on the show again with you, Tom. Uh, I appreciate you having me on your show each week. I have so much fun with you. Uh, I usually learn so much. Uh, Every show, no matter how long we've been doing this, Tom, and it seems like a while, but um, I learn something new from you every single show. And today we've got a very special show. We're going to kind of uh, put aside some of our typical topics that we usually uh, go over. And uh, I think you've got uh, some great topics for us to discuss because it is the 4th of July weekend and we are feeling patriotic. I know I am. And I'm very patriotic. Uh, The 4th of July is always a very uh, proud time for all of us Americans, isn't it, Tom? Absolutely. And, And I would like to tell everyone out there who has served this country that have family members who have served this country, uh, the fellow uh, soldiers that I served with when I served, uh, just to tell you thank you. Um, and I think, Tony, it would be real fun. Um, on, you know, this is not only 4th of July weekend, but it's Sunday. And our listeners are heading back from church, and hopefully they've had some good talks. But one thing about America is I've always thought the freedoms and liberties we received were a gift of God. It, it's not a gift of government. And I went back and I have a few quotes about religion and government from our founding fathers that I wanted to share with the listeners. Oh, that would be great. Well, this first one is from John Adams. He, He said this on October 11th of 1798. And he said, we have no government armed with the power capable of contending with human passions unbridled by morality and religion. You know, avarice, ambition, revenge, or gallantry would break the strongest cords of our Constitution as a well goes through a net. Our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. Isn't that interesting that we have to be a just people because the rights that God gave us, we have to kind of earn them. Here's another interesting 
I think the listeners would like. And this is an excerpt that's inscribed on the Jefferson Memorial at the nation's capital. It says, God who gave us life, gave us liberty. And can the liberties of a nation be thought secure when we have removed their only firm basis, a conviction in the minds of the people that these liberties are a gift from God, that they are not to be violated, but with his wrath. Indeed, I tremble for my country when I reflect that God is just and his justice cannot sleep forever. Very interesting when it seems like these days religion is being attacked on all sides and um, and we realize that it was a basis of these wonderful rights and freedoms and liberties that America uh, was the first country that that it was the people that were in charge and not the government. So I thought that number one for the listeners out there, they might find those pretty interesting. Well, I know I did. Um, and I was aware of the second Jefferson quote from the memorial. Uh, but the first quote I was not aware of was the first quote Jefferson too, who said that? No, one? no, no, that was John Adams. And that oh, was John Adams. O- yeah. Yeah. He said that October 11th, 1798, you know, of course it was Ben Franklin. that says, uh, they that give up essential Liberty to obtain a little temporary safety, you know, deserve neither Liberty nor safety. Oh, I love but, that quote. That's a great you know, one. And, and Tony, there was some really interesting and one of the biggest ironies and we talked about it before we got on the show, but that in fact, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams actually died on the same day. And it was the 4th of July. It was July 4th, 1826, 50 years to the day uh, after the Continental Congress adopted the final draft of the Declaration of Independence. That is amazing. That's an amazing historical fact that it just uh, it just amazes me. And and our our founding fathers of this country were so fortunate that they came together, just the right people at the right time. And how uh, great were these men, and how smart were they uh, to uh, design a, a government uh, for the people and by the people, and and to found it on these great principles? Fantastic. I mean, it just, uh, it, it makes you swell with pride. You know, you, you don't want to have too much pride, but pride in the type of things we're talking about in, in a great country and pride in our people here and pride for, you mentioned uh, those who served in the military. And uh, Tom, I know you and I, uh, you you have served and uh, you have family members and I know um, uh, I have family members that have served and our very own Mitch, who edits our radio shows here each and every week. Uh, Mitch has served in the military and served this country overseas as well. And uh, Mitch, just, thank you for your service, sir. Yeah. And I just want to also thank them for their service. I think that's great that you did that. And that's just one more aspect of the 4th of July, because uh, if it weren't for our servicemen and women, um, you know, we wouldn't probably have the freedoms in the 4th of July to celebrate, would we? Wow, and you know, it's it's. I think it's about our 239th uh, birthday, isn't it? Um, if I've got my math right. Yeah, it's like 238 or 239 uh, for uh, if you're if you're counting from 1776, correct? Right. And now, uh, you know what? We think of July 4th since we celebrate it as the day that uh, the Continental uh, Congress had. Um, 
adopted and had, had put into place uh, the Declaration of Independence. But you know that's not true. They actually did that on July 2nd. The reason oh. we celebrate July 4th is because I guess this was, a, was an omen of how long Congress would take. You know, they were pretty quick back then, but they uh, declared independence on July 2nd, and we don't didn't celebrate it till July 4th, and that's because that's when they finally approved of the final draft of the Declaration of Independence. Uh-huh. So on July 2nd, everybody wasn't in agreement to the way the words were. You know, you have to read the Declaration of Independence, or you got to pass the Declaration of Independence to know what's in it. <laughs> it <laughs> took them two more days to, to decide on that, so... Uh, I thought that's an interesting fact. Oh, that is. I just want to, yeah, I want to tell everyone out there that, you know, we should all be thankful for the freedoms and liberties we have, you know, um, and I want to thank those serving. And I I think we may be near a break, Tony. Yeah, it's definitely time to take a quick commercial break. Well, and folks, um, if there's anything we can do to help you secure your retirement, um, please give us a call. The phone number is 678-638-6363. Call and I'll give you one of our books, Prescription for a Happy Retirement. But when we come back, we're not going to talk about that stuff. We're just going to talk about America. So we'll take a break, Tony. We'll be right back. Tax planning can be very difficult and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. It just takes the right professional for the job. We have the team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. Request your copy of The Future of U.S. Taxation and How to Prepare, written by renowned tax professional and author Nick Stovall. You can download it right now. All you have to do is visit our website at gawealth.com or call us at Georgia Wealth Advisors. Our number is 678-638-6363 to request your copy. This informative article is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which will help you arm yourself with information and ready you for our first appointment. And now, back to Operation Retirement with Ranger Tom. And welcome back to Operation Retirement with our host, Ranger Tom Lowry. We're talking about Independence Day, Freedom, July 4th, uh, and the United States of America. And, um, you know, you were pointing out some great facts in that first segment, Tom, um, on how... uh, uh, two the uh, two of uh, the signers uh, of the Declaration of Independence who went on to become president, John John Adams and Thomas Jefferson, um, they died on the same day, July fourth, eighteen twenty six, and that happened to be the fiftieth anniversary of the Declaration. Um, uh, and although not a sign, I uh, remember a piece of history. Uh, although he wasn't a signer of the Declaration, another founding father who actually became president, James Monroe also died on July 4th, but in 1831, uh, and he was the third president in a row who died on that holiday. 
Um, wow. And just another little coincidence, uh, Calvin Coolidge, our 30th president, was actually born on July 4th in 1872. And uh, so far, he is the only U.S. president to ever have been born on Independence Day. Uh, but those are just some fun little facts. Uh, now, you, when we came back, you wanted to talk about uh, some more about America and the flag and some other things relating to July 4th weekend, correct? Well, you know, yeah, there's been a lot of controversy about the flag. Obviously, we have the situation uh, with the with the southern flag, and and uh, a lot of people seem to bring the American flag in the, the same situation. Um, Sports Illustrated, I believe they have the cover where the um, model is on the American flag. We've seen where people are burning and stomping the flag, and um, you know, having, uh, served in the military and, uh, having folded a flag and, uh, actually, unfortunately I was, um, in charge of several military funerals while I was in the service. I was a Sergeant in charge of the, um, uh, uh honor guard for some funerals. And I've handed the flags to the family members of, uh, fallen soldiers. And so it means a lot to me. And, and one of my favorite um, stories about the flag is Johnny Cash's song, The Ragged Old Flag. Oh, yeah. And what for the listeners song. out there, I, I really want to share a little bit of this song with them. I have the lyrics. By the way, just uh, this is courtesy of Johnny Cash, and you can buy his on uh, uh, Google Play for 99 cents. So these are the lyrics of Ragged Old Flag by Johnny Cash. I walked through a county courthouse square on a park bench, an old man was sitting there. I said, your old courthouse is kind of run down. He said, no, it'll do for our little town. I said, you got an old flagpole, has leaned a little bit, and that's a ragged old flag you got hanging on it. He said, have a seat, and I sat down. Is this the first time you've been to our little town? I said, I think it is. He said, I don't like to brag but we're kind of proud of that ragged old flag. You see, we got a little hole in that flag there when Washington took it across the Delaware, and I got powdered burned the night Francis Scott Key sat watching it, writing, Say, Can You See? And it got a bad rip in New Orleans with Packingham and Jackson tugging at its seams, and it almost fell at the Alamo beside the Texas flag, but she waved on through. She got cut with a sword in Chancellorsville, and she got cut again on Shiloh Hill. There was Robert E. Lee, Beauregard, and Bragg, and the south wind blew hard on that ragged old flag. On Floundersfield in World War I, she got a big hole from a Bertha gun. She turned blonde red in World War II. She hung limp and low by the time it was through. She was in Korea, in Vietnam. She went where she was sent by her Uncle Sam. She waved from our ships. She waved from our ships upon the briny foam. And now they're, uh, they've about quit waving her back here at home. In her own good land, here she's been abused. She's been burned, dishonored, denied, and refused. And the government for which it, she stands is scandalized throughout this land. And she's getting threadbare, and she's wearing thin. 
but she's in good shape for the shape she's in because she's been through the fire before and I believe she can take a whole lot more. So we raise her up every morning and we take her down every night. We don't let her touch the ground and we fold her upright. On second thought, I do like to brag because I'm mighty proud of that ragged old flag. Wow, that is so powerful. And Johnny Cash, uh, unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Love loved the man and loved his music and that those lyrics are fantastic. Um, what a fantastic! It's been a while since I've listened to that one. I'll have to go back and listen to that, especially in honor of Fourth of July weekend. You know, um, I think it would help all of America if we just remember uh, where we came from. You know, it was Washington was said as he was leaving. You know, Washington gave his entire life for our country. And when he was leaving office, uh, they asked him, well, Mr. President, what have you left us? He said, I left you a republic if you can keep it. And we Mm -hmm. need to understand as citizens of this country, we have the power to say where this government goes and we have to make sure we keep that power. Yeah, most definitely. And, um, you know, uh, the flag is a powerful symbol of what this country has stood for for so many years. And it is it is sad to see how some people uh, abuse it uh, because it's such a symbol of hope and of honor, uh, especially for, uh, you know, if we look back at all our all the sacrifice that has been made um for it and for the freedom that it represents. It's amazing. Uh, I have a little uh, trivia for our listeners that, you know, uh, the actual designer of the first Stars and Stripes flag was Francis Hopkinson of New Jersey. Uh, He was a naval flag designer and he was one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence. He designed the 1777 flag. Uh, He was actually chairman of the Continental Navy Board at the time. Um, And, um, it was sometime uh, his he was appointed in 1776 to that position, and the flag resolution was adopted in uh, 1777. And you know it's interesting because um, uh, the flag has been um, uh, changed or modified slightly at least uh, 26 times since 1777. Now most of those changes were minor, just the adding of stars, of course. Yeah, and and boy, you're a flag trivia nut, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've got some, I'm not going to lie, I've got these facts in front of me, so, uh, you know, knew we'd be talking about uh, Old Glory. In fact, that's another great thing. I mean, there are some great uh, nicknames. I mean, the flag is a living, it's a living, breathing thing uh, to Americans, at least, and to those of us who are are patriotic and and care about our nation's uh, history and founding and and uh, you know we call it the stars and stripes the red white and blue old glory which is probably one of my favorites old glory uh, which Johnny mentions in the song and of course the star spangled banner uh, but that's uh it's an amazing symbol and it's a symbol of a country that should be proud because uh, we really founded a country that tried to balance you know. Uh, freedoms, freedom of religion, and um, uh, civil rights and freedom and, uh, you know, make it a great, strong nation. So 
Uh, I think that's fantastic. And, you know, I know other countries are proud of their heritage and their flags. And I think it's great that we Americans celebrate this. And hopefully all Americans can. You know, like you said, there is a negativity out there. And you hate to see the flag defiled in any way, don't you? You certainly do. It's a lot more than than a symbol. It's a, um, you know, I, I don't know what, what, what to say other than, than that is that is a... Uh, a beacon for freedom and liberty. You know, uh, immigrants have risked their lives to get to this country because of the liberty we have. Men have fought and died over the freedoms and liberties. Um, and I think we have learned to take it for granted. I don't, I think generations ago we appreciated our liberties more than we do today. And I would that, agree. That, that we were not as alert as we should be um, to protect those rights and to vote in ways that protect our rights. So anytime I'm voting for a politician or I'm supporting a certain bill, the first thing I look at is how does it help the freedoms and liberties of the people? And if it adds to the freedom, then it's a good thing. If it subtracts from our freedom, if we're giving up freedom and liberty, uh, as Ben Franklin has said, to get a little bit of that temporary safety, then then we deserve neither the liberty nor the safety. We've had a great show. It's been a lot of fun talking about uh, the American flag, our patriotism, and the 4th of July weekend. And we hope you're all having a safe and happy 4th of July. But we just want to be here to remind you of what it's all about. And Tom, you've done such a great job. Thanks for bringing this topic up today and just kind of setting aside finances for one show uh, to talk about uh, what's really important. And that's the freedoms and the liberties that we share, correct? Absolutely. And, And one final thought, you know, while there is turmoil in the Middle East, while we have some of our brave men and women uh, in harm's way, we're not in a major wartime. But I wanted to share with you a little bit of uh, President Franklin Roosevelt's speech that he delivered July 4th, 1942, when America was in a much worse place. And he said, for 166 years, this fourth day of July has been a symbol to the people of our country of the democratic freedoms, which our citizens claim as their precious birthright. On this grim anniversary, its meaning has spread over the entire globe, focusing the attention of the world upon the modern freedoms for which all the United Nations are now engaged in a deadly war. Never since its first was created in Philadelphia has this anniversary come in times so dangerous to everything for which it stands. We celebrate it this year, not in the fireworks of make-believe, but in the death-dealing reality of tanks and planes and guns and ships. We celebrate it also by running without interruption the assembly lines, which turn out these weapons to be shipped to all the embattled points of the globe not to waste one hour, not to stop one short, not to hold back one blow. This is the way to mark our great national holiday in this year of 1942. To the weary, hungry, unequipped army of the American Revolution, the 4th of July was a tonic hope and inspiration. So it is now. The tough, grim men who fight for freedom in this dark hour 
take heart in its message. The assurance of the right to liberty under God for all peoples and races and groups and nations everywhere in the world. And Tony, I believe with that, I'd just like to tell the listeners out there, enjoy your 4th of July weekend. Be thankful for the freedoms and liberties that this great country has given us. By golly, God bless America. Thank you for listening to Operation Retirement with Ranger Tom. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Tom Lowry at Georgia Wealth Advisors. Call 678-638-6363 or visit their website at gawealth.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC makes no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through Georgia Wealth Management, Inc. Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, and Georgia Wealth Management, Inc. are affiliated companies. Tom Lowry and Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, and Georgia Wealth Management, Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.